Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about driving the Kaivi Coast and talk a little bit about Hawaii Kai and the east southeast side of the island where I live as we get through the big show. Of course, this podcast is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody that doesn't know anything about booking a Hawaii vacation. We're your hosts. We're located right here in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com or just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. All we do is Hawaii vacations, done local, done right. All of our agents are born a race here or lived here most of their lives. Get involved with us. Give me a call. I'd be happy to help you plan this Hawaii vacation. There's a lot involved with it. You've come to the right place. So let's get started. Let's get into it. Of course, you know, just the other day, actually, it was Friday. I got a call from KGMB asking me to comment about the worldwide travel caution that was issued by the Justice Department, whoever does that. Homeland Security or somebody. And it was just one of these things where, wow, here we are, another idiosyncratic event in the world affecting Hawaii. But when I got to think about it, I started to, my comment really was that Hawaii benefits from these kinds of things because we are a very safe destination. It's not like going, you know, on a safari in Africa or something or going to Europe or going to any kind of country that might be in turmoil. You know, Hawaii has a kind of an exotic feel. It's not an exotic destination, but it's, you know, it it feels like a foreign country. So um, I don't think it was something that we really needed to worry about here. But people going outbound from Hawaii to some of these other destinations need to be careful. I just heard from Jamie, our blogger. He's in Kyoto in Japan. It's fine. But he was said he was very happy that he never decided to go to Europe this time because of some of the turmoil that's there. So anyway, let's get to it. Let's talk about it. You know, I've lived in Hawaii for almost 30 years, and it's the southern part of the island. It's an area called Hawaii Kai. And if you're on Oahu, I highly recommend that you stop in this community in our little, in our, you know, hometown here. And it's a beautiful little getaway community, and it is the gateway to the Kaivi Coast. Now, this is about 15 miles outside of Waikiki, and getting there is really easy. It's a short drive. And along the way, I recommend stopping at this Coco Marina here. I think this is a good morning thing to get up early in the morning and get out and do this and stop at Coco Marina Shopping Center. There's a couple of good breakfast places, but if you do nothing else, they have the famous Malasada, Leonard's Malasada, um, not shrimp truck, (laughs) Malasada truck right here in Hawaii, Kai. So it's a perfect stop. You get up in the morning, you head out to Coco Marina. Just remember that. And there's a couple of great spots to eat. But if you do nothing else, get the Malasada. You know, I, I recommend the Halpia, you know, Malasada. They don't do the special anymore. They used to do it where they would have a special Malasada of the day, but they don't do that anymore. Or the chocolate infused uh, one. But if you don't like any of that stuff, you just want to try one, just get the regular, uh, uh, the regular sugar-coated cinnamon Malasada. So check that out. All right. So this coast that I'm talking about, this Kaivi coast, it's about eight miles long. 
and there's a lot of must-see attractions along the way. I actually frequently hike this coast, and it's very familiar to me, so I know it like the back of my hand. But we're talking about basically just the main stretch there, and that area, that eight-mile stretch that you can see some beautiful things. I'm going to go over each of the spots for you. But um, Kaivi, just so you know, Kaivi means the bone. And there's lots of interpretations of how it was named this thing, this the Kaivi Coast, but it's generally believed that the name serves as a reminder of the importance that bones hold. You know, they're considered to have mana. Mana is the personal soul of a person. So it's believed that this... Uh, coastline has bones and also that it was one of the first landings for native Hawaiians who uh, arrived from Polynesia to Oahu. So it has a lot of significance. So when you're driving up this coast, know that, you know, this is part of really Oahu's beginning history for people that are, that that have come here to the islands. So when you're, you're driving this coast, you can really take as, as little or as much time as you like to do it because, you know, I, I almost feel like it, it could, it could be a two day thing, you know, so one day you drive the coast and then another day, maybe you go back and do a couple of the things that I'm going to be talking about here, but you could actually spend the whole day at Hanauma Bay. Now, Hanauma Bay or Hanama Bay, however you want to say it, it's Hanauma Bay is the correct pronunciation. That is you know, a full day thing if you want to do it. And that is actually at the beginning of the Kaivi coast when you think about it. So you could do that and then come back and do and come back and see the rest of it. Or you could technically stay maybe half the day at, um, at Hanama Bay, half the day at Hanama Bay. That's a rhyme there. And then maybe do the rest of the coast. You could do that and see it all in one day. But I really think that if you're going to be doing Hanamabe, you should really kind of make it a full day thing, maybe with a stop for breakfast or breakfast or lunch uh, before or after you go. But if you want to take a scenic drive, you know, this this little stretch here is perfect for that. I would say that if you just stop, you know, at some of the stops, this whole thing will take maybe about an hour to complete, maybe an hour and a half the longest. If you're just going to stop at each of these locations I'm going to be telling you about. So let's start off with um, some of the highlights on the Kaivi Coast. The first stop I say is China Walls. It's kind of part of the, I say it because it's so spectacular to see. And and it's it's just south of Coco Marina. So we talk, when you get to Coco Marina, the first stop is China Walls. You have to go through a residential neighborhood of Portlock to get there. It's on Hana Pepe Place. And if you get over to our website, you can see it, or you can just Google this. It's really simple, you know, how to get to China walls and there's cliffs. Don't go jumping off these cliffs. Just take a look at it. There's a little park that lets you walk that you can walk through and then just look at this beautiful vista here. And it's, it's pretty dramatic. Uh, these series of cliffs that are there. Uh, somebody, a lot of people get in trouble there because they think they want to jump, you know, jump in there and dive into the cliff. But I, I highly uh, recommend staying away from doing that. They just had another rescue. Somebody almost died there. Uh, then, okay. So the first stop is going to be as you're going up the hill towards Hanama Bay. The first stop is going to the, the next stop is going to be on your left. It's the Coco Crater. And you'll come across it. You can park there, get uh get your camera out, take a couple of selfies and just 
make sure that you glance back, turn around and look the other way. Because if you look the other way, you're going to see this amazing view of Honolulu and Diamond Head. Some people forget to look back. You know, you're looking at the crater, but you want to look back. And you can also, when you're looking at the crater, you can kind of see the stairs. I know a lot of you have heard about climbing Cocoa Head stairs. That's another thing, actually, you could do as a full day activities or part of this drive that you're going to do along the Kaivi Coast. Next up, if you're passing Hanum, after you're passing Hanuma Bay, Cocoa Crater Lookout, you're going to get the Lanai Lookout, and they call it the Lanai Lookout, yes, because you can see Lanai on a clear day. You can see Lanai or Molokai or both because it's so beautiful. And during winter months, you can actually see some breaches of whales. So we see people hanging out there a lot, uh, just just whale watching because it's amazing. In fact, we just heard t- yesterday that whales have already started coming to Hawaii. It's only October. It's the end of October. They usually start in the end of November. So they're here a little bit early, probably has something to do with the environment when you think. So, you know, check that out. Now, a lot of people climb over the wall and walk down this ridge. Um, I I don't recommend doing it by yourself with somebody that isn't that doesn't know the area. I mean, it's pretty safe. I have to say, I've done it with uh, with tourists when I was doing tour guides. Uh, when you get there, you see a lot of people doing it. You're not supposed to. I'm not telling you to do it, but people do it, and just be very careful if that's the case. You know, kind of like the uh, the rule of thumb is if you see fishermen down there, you know it's safe because if a fisherman goes all the way down these cliffs, all the way down to where like the water, where the ridge meets the water, you know that it's safe and generally low tide is is the way to do it. The next step along the, the, the way is Halona Blowhole and Halona Cove. This is a beautiful area. It's it's kind of a natural geyser, and it's ejects water when, when there's a lot of uh, wave energy that moves into the rocks. It kind of collides with this rocky shoreline, and adjacent to it is Halona Beach Cove. This is a beautiful little cove, and I tell you, it's kind of like a hidden secret thing. You get there early, or even pretty much any time during the day, and you can you can kind of you can hang out there, and you can actually. Uh, Put your towel down and, you know, enjoy, do some sun tanning. And also there's a little cove, water cove there that you can go to. And it's it's really quite beautiful and, and something that you can enjoy as well. So that's the Halona Cove, Halona Blowhole. And sometimes people call it Eternity Beach from here to Eternity Beach, this Halona Cove, uh, because uh, a lot of movies have been filmed there. So it might be recognizable. Also, it's called Cockroach Beach. It has a million different names. I, I don't know where they're, all these names are coming from. And then just a little bit further up, you've got Sandy Beach Park. This is commonly known as Sandy's. A lot of locals call it Sandy's. It's a really beautiful golden sandy stretch of beach. It's right at the foot of Cocoa Crater. It's not really safe for swimming because there's a very strong shore break there. So you've got a lot of boogie boarders there, a lot of um, natural surfers. What do you call it? Body surfers. Um, So if you're experienced boogie boarder or you can surf, uh, do body surfing. This is, you know, a perfect ideal spot for you. Uh, President Obama used to go here all the time as a kid. He was a pretty good body surfer, and this is where he used to hang out. Um, 
Alternatively, I recommend if you're not going to, you know, this is really not, you know, I'm talking about driving through. What I recommend if you really want to dip your toes in the water is there's some nice little tide pools. And if you have kids, just a little bit south of the beach where you can hang out and um, dip your toes in the water if you, if you feel like you want to do that. But it's not really a, a swimmable beach. So be very careful there at Sandy's when you come to Oahu. And finally there, we've got the Makapu Lookout and the Lighthouse. And this is kind of the final destination of this little stretch that I'm talking about, of these where these lookouts are on the Kaivi Coast. It's a really picturesque type of view that you get if you go to the lookout. You know, you can hang out there, take some beautiful selfies. And then alternatively, you can embark on the scenic hike. You can go all the way up to the lighthouse. It's going to take a couple hours to do that. And once you get up there, spectacular views. You can see the lighthouse. You can see amazing views. Of course, it is a great place to see whales breaching, you know, from the shore during whale season. Now, another little hidden spot just just before you get up onto that hike that we're talking about, and it's a paved path. You can't miss this uh, going up to the lighthouse. But just before that lighthouse to the right, you'll see a little, some signs about uh, a path that you can take, and you can take that path all the way up to Pele's chair. There's also a little secret beach that you can stop on the way. So if you have a little more time, definitely do that. It's a lot of fun. It's beautiful. And not a lot of people are going to be there because not everybody knows about it. So make sure that you check out that little path that takes you to the to the secret beach and the tide pools and up to Pele's chair. All right. So hopefully you're going to come out here to my hood and make sure that you call me and let me know you're out here so I can uh, experience that you've actually done this hike. It's really a lot. I mean, this this scenic drive, it's really a lot of fun. And I highly recommend it for folks traveling to Oahu, taking this drive. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget to check out our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. All we do here is plan Hawaii vacations. We've been doing this for 22 years now. This is our 17th year, going on our 17th year of podcasting. And we really that's we really do want to help you plan this vacation and earn your business. So get involved with us. You'll be extremely happy that you did. All right, that's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling. All of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.